<laughs> and we're back. Welcome back, folks, to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze, episode 197, actually. This is like our countdown to 200, man. Hey, it's we're getting there. there. And this is going to actually be a count, uh, a old school, just a two-parter, just us two. We haven't done this in a while, so. Yeah, it's always. I asked Jackie to come, but she just had woken up, too, so she started making. <laughs> we, like, dude, just fell asleep out of nowhere and just kind of started. I don't know. I just woke up right now. Like, she knew I was coming at 7, and it was like, what, 721 when I texted you or something? Uh, Whatever yeah, something it was, like that, but. Yeah. Like, we just, like, I woke up, like, hey, why didn't you wake me up? And she's like, I'm barely waking up. Like, oh, like, fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? You just don't realize it. Fell asleep, and then, yeah, that kind of thing. But did you feel like all lost? Like, what day is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, first day I was just like, fuck, what what time is it? And then, you know, I realized I'm like late. I'm like, fuck. I don't know. I'm really out of it. I've been adjusting for the sleep thing since the. uh, Oh, right, right. Since my. uh, Yeah, how was that road trip, man? You know, it ended up retroactively becoming like like a birthday thing, like something like an accomplished, like a journey thing to do before, you know, like you come a mountain, run a marathon, that whole thing. Oh, okay. It ended up retroactively becoming one of that because it initially wasn't supposed to be this, but it become, ended up becoming this cross-country road trip um, that took place over like, well, I was gone for like three weeks, but the trip itself was uh, took me about three days to get pretty much coast to coast because oh, I went from okay. California to Georgia. So, yeah, so it was coast to coast and then... Um, it was cool, man. Like, uh, no, it wasn't cool. Actually, it was pretty rough. But uh, I ended up like running through like every Netflix and Hulu shows I had on a binge mode, basically. Oh, okay. That's what I was doing when I was driving, pretty just watching shit. What you call it? Um, so the first, I I got lost. No, I got lost. Uh, you got GPS, can't get lost. But I ran out of gas. Hmm. Um, so the first day I ended up doing sixteen. Well, I was driving fourteen hours and like two hours of walking. Goddamn. Yeah. So I ended up. It was very scary, actually. Like, one of those, like, come to Jesus moments. Like, oh, shit. Like, what am I going to do? What's it, what's happening? Because it was somewhere between New Mexico and Texas. But there's, like, a, a road. There's a few roads out there where it's just miles and miles of, like, nothing. Nothing but farms. And, like, all you're seeing is the cattle. You know what? It looks like, like, Tremors. Remember the town Perfection? Oh, yeah. Kinda Perfection. Kind of looks like right. that. Yeah. Kind of looks like that. It just miles of it, and I don't mean like miles of it. Like, like I don't run out of you don't run out of gas unless you're like, uh, just like the worst. So I, I got to like a quarter tank, and then it just like, oh shit! Well, I need to pull over next gas station, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I'm driving for like an hour, and nothing's popping up. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I get like really scared. Like, what is happening? For the last twenty minutes, I'm getting a little worried, but then now when it's like. It's it's on empty and then the light has come on and now okay. I'm like fuck what the fuck I cannot believe it so it, I Google or not Google uh, the map open the maps to the nearest gas station right so then there's one where like if you make a right it's 27 minutes away and if you keep going straight it's 52 minutes away nearest gas station the fuck no choice so I have to go to the nearest one 27 miles away and keep in mind I had been looking for a gas station for the last hour I've been driving and there was nothing. Hmm. I make the right and I start going and like 10 minutes in, no reception whatsoever, right? But the map thing is still going. So then it's just like, like, oh my God, like, I, am I even going to make it? And 27 miles, and I'm going like, it's, I've been driving for about 30 minutes. And then the, uh, the light is still on the whole time. So I'm like, wow, this is like that episode of Seinfeld when Kramer like takes that, that car like, for was that the Puerto Rican Day Parade one? I, I, I don't remember, but I remember he's like getting the car like to uh, and the light came on like forty minutes ago, and they're still driving, and they're like, "How long can they go?" And they're like, "Whatever." It was one of those things. 
But so part of me is like impressed. Like I can't believe it's the light has still been on and I've been driving for like 30 minutes. And then part and then the other part of me is just sweating like please with this pop up. Anyways, finally, finally, and I can see it in the distance. Cause I see it on the GPS and I see it in the distance like the gas station coming up. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna make it. Even if I have to walk from like here, even if it stops right here, I still I have it in my view. So oh, okay. it's like a 30 minute walk, whatever. I can make it. So I'm like, oh my god, thank god. So I pull up, I turn into it. It's fucking abandoned. The gas station is abandoned. Oh man, nothing but like tumbleweeds, skeletons of fucking cattle on the around. And and I just start like it looked like hills of ice shit. It looked like a, an abandoned go- abandoned like. Like a movie set almost, and then I just like my heart drops, dude. My heart drops. I'm like, I just like I can't believe this is fucking happening. I got no choice. I because I know the the way I came. There's nothing. I know that for at least half an hour. There's nothing. So there's no way I can go back. I have to keep going straight just to I hit something. And I keep driving for about ten minutes, and then ten minutes in, and then finally the car gives out. Damn. And then I'm, and I fucking like just roll to the side of the road, and I'm like, I stop for about two three minutes. Like, what am I gonna do? I get everything prepared, like, okay, gotta, I gotta hump it, gotta walk it, right? I get, like, a f- couple water bottles, because I had, like, a, I brought, like, a whole case with me, right? Oh, okay, right, right. So I put, like, two in each pocket. It's hot, but I know how it gets cold in the desert, you know, whatever, we used to be stationed so in the, you know, so I know what's up. So I put my jacket on, I take my portable charger, there's no reception, but just in case, I just take it. Right, right. Uh, two water bottles in each, like, thingy in each pocket, and then I just start walking it, and I'm just like, fuck, like, two, about two, three miles down the road. It's like, I've been walking for about half hour, and then, and still haven't seen anything. Uh, well, I, the only thing I could do is just keep walking until I find a gas station. Then I'd still got to have to, like, f- get one of those whatever portable ones, oh, and, then, right. and then walk it back, and then, and then drive to the, you know, it's gonna, I'm already thinking, like, Oh, man, I don't even know if I'm, I'm going to hit anything, but can't no choice because start going to walk me. So, yeah, about maybe two, 22, three miles, 20, 20, 30, 20, 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes I'm walking. And then this dude in this old, like, Ford 150 pickup truck pulls up, like an old one, right? Uh-huh. Old Indian guy, old Native American guy, I mean. And he pulls up, and I'm like, hey, 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 man, hey, was that your car on the side of the road? I'm like, and I'm like, oh, my God, yes, bro, yes, it was my car. And I'm, thank God, this is the first vehicle I've seen, like, in ever. And then he pulls over. Come, come on, bro! I'll take you there. I got a, a gallon. And at this point, I'm not even thinking like if I'm getting kidnapped. I don't care. I'm like, I, I, oh my, I just dropped my knees. Like, I'm about to start sucking your dick, dude. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so fucking much, man. Oh my god! And he's like, yeah, no, no problem. It happens, man. I get it. There's nothing out here. No reception. Nothing right. So he takes me back. He fills me up uh, in both ways. And what? No, uh, stupid. <laughs> he, put, he, he puts like I don't know two, three gallons in my car. Enough for you know whatever. But he, then he tells me, like, hey, wh- the way you're headed, 20 more minutes, there's a gas station, and it's open, and, and it works. And I'm like, dude, I don't – you want my phone? Anything, you know, please tell me, you know, anything you want you can have, you know. Uh, I got some water bottles. He's like, no, 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 man, it's cool. It really happens. It's, you know, there's nothing around here. It's all it's all desert. I'm like, thank you so much. Thank you. You have no idea. You have no idea. He's like, no, nah, it's cool, bro. I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so that's it, man. He takes me. I, I get to the – you know, sure enough, about 20, 25 minutes down – from when I drove, there was a fucking gas station that was open, and I pull in just looking like I survived death type of shit. And then he's like, "All right, yeah, and whatever." <laughs> I, I, I get one of those five gallon ones. I fill it up, and I and I just leave it in the trunk just in case. I fill oh, up. Sure. I just I fill up the car to the like over tipping it shit. And I don't <laughs> care, man. And then finally, I go back. You know, whatever. I guess I rode anything. And from then on, any, if it gets even less than half a quart, a half a tank, I just start filling. Oh, it up. okay, yeah. And just stuff like That's that. Right. I cannot take that risk anymore. But it was legitimately like a come to Jesus moment where I just like, 
you just have no idea like I, I hadn't been this worried since like my time in the war type of stuff like it's just so crazy how like I was just like I had I, I don't know, what what can I even do I had no, I'm stuck in nowhere there's no reception it was a really funny little like um like I don't know I don't even know how to explain it huh. yeah yeah you're just stripped of everything you got nothing you're just walking on the side of a fucking highway in, in you know, middle of middle nowhere. nowhere. You don't even, I don't even know where I'm at, you know? It's crazy to be like that, to not know where you're at, to not know have anything, and not know if you're going to get what you need, you know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. keep walking it. It's crazy. It'd be different if, like, I, w- I knew there was something, like, oh, I know, even if it's 20 miles, like, well, whatever, I've, you know, run 20 miles. Before. If, but, and it's up there, I, but I don't know, so you're just kind of wandering. Right. So it's crazy to be in that mentality, to have... Especially in this day and age, right? Because usually everything's so accessible. Like, well, there's something here at least, you know. But there's to be on your on in the middle of nowhere with no reception. So you're basically disconnected from the world. It's crazy to just wander until you hope something find you find something. Uh, it's it's a mentality that you don't really get in this modern day world anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it was really interesting. In a bad way, but retrospectively in a good way, right? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but at the time, I didn't care about any of that. I just needed, like, something to substance, you know? Damn. Yeah, so it was cool. So that was the first day. (laughs) Was it really? Yeah, that was the first day. Oh, shit. So I ended up, like, I left about 3.30 in the morning on Saturday, and I didn't get to my first hotel on Roswell. Roswell, New Mexico is where where my stop. So, like, 9 o'clock at night. So it it was, it was... It was a trip, and I was remember thinking like this is a horrible way to start my fucking trip over there. And then um, the next day was cool. I stopped in Louisiana. Same thing. All I did was just sleep. I slept in. You know, I went night. Woke up like at four. Took off. I was like, let me get this done. Same thing. Got into and actually stayed like maybe it was about. Um, no, it was like right in the middle of like New Orleans. Uh, what was it? Daphne Street, whatever, like right in the middle. Like I regret, I remember at the time thinking like, oh, it's awesome. Like I'll get my hotel right in the middle of all that shit. You know, like pretty much you're on Bourbon Street uh, in the Holiday Inn in there. It's super creepy and old, by the way. But, huh. but you know how New Orleans is like haunted or vampire shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it felt yeah. like. I mean, I've I've been no, I didn't stay there. See, I've, New Orleans is one of those ones I've been there. Like I used to live there, live there. Well, I, I had a project that lasted about three, four months back in 2017. I want to say 16. Mm. 2016, and then uh, more recently, I was there for a project that lasted about two months in last year. So I'm, I'm very familiar with it, but I usually stay like 15, 20 minutes from New Orleans itself. You know, I'm okay, usually like gotcha. in Chalmette or Lake Charles, even somewhere around there. But but this was the first time like I stayed in there, and it was so fucking loud. I couldn't even like I was like had trouble sleeping, sleeping. So I was oh, like, why do I? I regret it because my my thought at the time was it's awesome. I'll get there early. And then, like, you know, I'll get there, like, at 7, maybe 6 o'clock, put my shit up, and then just go have a few, you know, a few beers, not in town, and then go, go back to bed, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't I can walk to my hotel room, that whole thing. I, as soon as I get there, all I wanted to do is just sleep, and it was hard when everything's, like, you know, fucking trumpets outside. Right. People, you know, <laughs> instantly regretted, like, this, this is, you know, I didn't realize how much it was going to be draining on you, you know, yeah, road-wise. Definitely. But oh, it was man. cool because uh, uh, I had a couple buddies working a project there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up staying, hooking it with them. Like we, we, uh, uh, good friends of mine, like we, we, we did long part. So we then we went there, we had dinner, we had, uh, a few drinks and then I went back to like, went back to my room, whatever. But, but it was cool. So I got to see them on that night. And, uh, so after Louisiana, from there, I, I finally get to Georgia. So I make it a one way. I go 
across uh, Mississippi, Alabama, and then Georgia, or and then a little bit through Florida, and then up to Georgia, and that's where I'm staying for the rest of the week. Mm. So it's cool, uh, you know. Once I get settled in, did my thing, work finished up. I'm about to head home, and then I still got to drive back, mm. right? So I'm about to head home, and then maybe like the next day. So I'm finished up that day, and then the next day I'm gonna head home in the morning and start this journey back, you know. So it'd be crazy because so it's basically cross country one way, cross country the whole thing, right? And I'm planning yeah. it out better. So like, oh, uh, let me do this th- different states and maybe these, you know, some. Yeah, so planning it out a little different, and then get a call, something happened emergency wise, but they need me. Uh, they're asking if I can come out and to a site in Indiana, and I was like, fuck, man. Oh, fuck. I was like, fuck, man. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm trying to get someone else to cover it. Nobody else is busy. Like, it's not because it's going to have to move me. And uh, for what we need to do, like, I can't. Uh, what I have to do, like, fuck, man. I, I, I'm the only one that can bust it out right there. Because the other guy that I'd have two different guys that would need to come out if to to, to fix what they needed to get fixed. Mm-hmm. Or I can just do it by myself. Because gotcha. uh, the two guys that I have, one knows this part of this that thing. And then the other part uh. needs the computer shit that needs to get fixed. But I know both. So it'd be it's hard for me to ask. Then like, hey, let me send these two guys when they know I can take care of it. But you know that kind of right, thing. right. I was like, fuck, I got no choice. So I, that was on Thursday. I got the call. I was like, look, I, I can be there. I can be there Saturday. I was because I'm trying to like, I'm not trying to do this again. Where, let me just space it out. You know, I yeah. was like, I'm gonna, because if now I have to drive from Georgia all the way up to Indiana, and I was like, fuck, man, let me just space that out. This is where Sean comes in. Where Sean lives in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, well, that's right. So right. that's on the way up to. So that's about maybe uh, from where I was at in Georgia is about three hours. So at least that puts a debt where I can block it up. So I ended up uh, Sean, who, former uh, friend of Raul's, who former uh, guest of the podcast. He's been living in Knoxville for like last year, basically right, a little bit after the first pandemic went out. So I ended up on I checked out of my room, my hotel room Thursday night or Friday night. Whatever it was. So the next day, I, I, I go and I meet up with him in Knoxville. Fucking awesome. It was a cool... It was, like, perfect what you want for, like, one night in the town type of stuff, you know? Oh, okay. It was awesome. Like, we went to downtown Knoxville, which was... It looked pretty close, actually, to downtown in uh, Long Beach. They had a mm. lot of live music, a lot of... Well, not live music, but, like, people just playing their with their guitars open on the side of the walk. Oh, and okay. And doing gotcha. stuff like that. Like street performers? Yeah, street, a lot of thing? street performers, yeah. All bars right. were open. Uh, some holiday, I mean, uh, some club stuff, a little bit of that, great food, oh, shit okay. like that. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And Sean and his girl, uh, Michaela, were amazing. They're awesome guests. It was really cool to see him over there. He's he's doing great out there. He's, he's really fun. So we did that. We had a night in town. We had we had some fun, and then we went back to his house, which was not too far. Mm-hmm. And I stayed with them. Uh, and they had like a whole extra bedroom. So, so it was cool because uh, I think I don't know if you saw in the feed, but the picture I sent was uh, like oh, his, yeah. his cat like creeped up open, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It opened the door, like because I had the door closed in my room, but I guess they opened the door somehow, or I don't know. It's not like oh. it was locked. I'm not gonna, you know, this cat's not magic, but like, it was just like, but yeah, something. <laughs> with his paws. Yeah, it picked the. <laughs> lock but uh it opened the door and it creaked open i was like what the fuck but no but so to me keep in mind like you know i'm a little buzz i'm sleepy so all you see is the door creep open and then that's it and i'm like what the like some ghost shit right that's because i didn't see the cat obviously on the bottom i'm in the bed and the door's right there so it just opens 
And then I'm like, uh-oh. And I'm like expecting the clothes back by itself. Like, I was expecting like some ghost shit. Like, what the fuck? Next thing I know, hops in the bed, I realized, oh, come on, guys, it's the cat. And it was just, like, so creepy. And it's just laughing, so I took a picture of it right away. Oh, that's the one you put? Yeah, that's the one I posted. <laughs> uh, and it just like just He's sitting just, like, at the chilling. bed. Yeah, and that's I was funny, like, But at first, split second, I was like, oh, my gosh, Sean, your house haunted, bro? Like, <laughs> fucking do not need this right now. But they were awesome. It was really cool, hospitable. Uh, it was just really, it was cool. I needed it, too, because I've been on the road for, like, a couple weeks at this point, so I'm really, like grain you know it's lonely out there so it was cool to have like see the the homie or whatever yeah, um, yeah. so i appreciate that man and then uh from there i the next day i get to indiana uh i finished everything like in a day i fixed whatever the issue was oh okay everything was cool in a day so sunday i'm gonna drive back home i'm like fuck it finally finally then i get another call <laughs> oh, shit. I get another call they need me. They see if it's possible because they hear I'm in the Midwest, and they're like, "Hey, is it possible we just stop by Chicago and take care of this stuff?" And I was oh, like, man. "I was like, what is happening, dude? What is happening, legit?" And they need me for like two days of work, whatever. And I was like, "Look, I'll do this, but if this is the case, like, I can't. Uh, I'm not driving back. I need to drop off the rental, and I'm gonna fly back home." Okay. And then and they were just like, "Whatever." The, the, okay, let me call you back. So if the site that I'm working at will pay for it, like what's called billable, stay bi- staying billable, okay. then I could they they were gonna see if I could do that. So they did it. So they were like, so they're basically picking up the bill. So I was like, okay, well, it ended up being perfect. Like, oh, okay, yeah, they'll do it. So it ended up working out where I'd get home around. I was gonna get home around Wednesday anyway, but this time I don't have to drive back. You know. Gotcha. So thank God. So it ended up becoming this. So I legitimately kind of came across the United States all the way down, then pretty much went all the way up to like Chicago. And then flew back, and I was, you know, so it ended up being like this whole little, more than just cross country, cross country, up country, and then back, you know, just like backtracking this way, left to. Left no, no, I was never backtracking, but it was always like left to right, and then right up, and then flew back home. So like the long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool, man. It was a nice little, like I said, I looked at it retroactively, like, oh, this is something you did that not a lot of people can do, you know, or have done, you know, you cross country road trip. And that was kind of one thing I've always kind of wanted to do, just not by myself, ended up being by myself, but right. what I did always want to do, you know, travel across the country, you know, uh, just seeing everything, but that's kind of cool. So yeah, you know, that was my little adventure. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. I told you if you wanted to come with me, I would have to like known ahead of time. I just get to, it. Like, yeah. Request a timeout. It's not a big deal. Like, I would have been able to do it. I just need to, like, plan. I had told Jackie, too, like, like I would have done this because if she would just drove uh, with me across there, like, I left Saturday, I would have been in Atlanta by by Monday, and, she, and I would have just flown her back. So I was like, it would been cool just to come with me for the little trip. She said she regretted not doing it now, but, you know, she had, cli- oh, she had clients and all that. But I was like, babe, I, you know, when's the next time I'm going to have an opportunity to do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, without having to, like, take time actually make that happen right yeah it's the other thing you know rooms and gas and all that shit is paid for you know for the company so so might as well well, might as well do it on the company's time well whenever they they always let you know ahead of time right they don't just bring it on you hey tomorrow you're gonna go to albuquerque i mean that's what was happening when i was over there oh when you were over there yeah i mean ahead of time like the project like at the beginning yeah you you have some time no days notice oh okay so, like, next time if you do it, like, if you know ahead of time? Well, it wouldn't be dry. This was a rare occasion that I had to transfer some stuff that they wouldn't allow on the plane. And they ah, and they wink, need wink. and they needed, no, 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 like, 
like chemicals and shit. And they needed it like right away or else you're what's called out of compliance, which means if you miss a certain like uh, due date, the EPA finds you. So mm. it, it, like $25,000 fines per hit type of God stuff. Per, no, this is like per hit. Like some of these end up being over a million. The fines end up being over a million. So it, so it was one of those things where like we if we if we didn't get this over there and do the work we were be at compliance so it was like a all right fuck it who's gonna do it that kind of thing and and it was like it was it was one of those rare occasions where the the stars had to line up for this something like this to happen right usually usually fly somewhere but like I said it was cool a little thing in trust me okay now. Uh, that's that's the story. Now moving on, uh, uh, Saturday Night Live. That's what we were talking about. Before. <laughs> that's for that's so that I don't have to retell the story because it was interesting when uh, everybody kept asking me like, where, where are you, dude? Or you know, in front of the post or whatever. Or right. Like, different state each day, or whatever. Uh, okay. So uh, what were you talking about? Oh, Shrill. You haven't oh seen yeah, Shrill I still yet. haven't seen Shrill yet. With uh, eighty uh, eighty Bryant. Bryant, yeah. Uh, I told you, right, that the, the, the dad is, um, what's his face from Home Alone? Uh, Daniel Stern. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that plays your yeah. father. The third season's a little better. Uh, actually, I think the second season probably the strongest, but the third season I just finished, it was pretty good, too, but uh, it had, um, you can tell it's getting a little bit more, I don't want to say preachy. You know how it, like, it starts from comedy, now it's moving a little more, bit more towards dramedy, which hmm. is fine, but it's just... Uh, not as many laughs. Still good, just you know, in the drama drama point of Maybe view. Maybe like an agenda of some sort. No, I wouldn't say that. I don't want to put it like that. But just like the the materials are getting a little bit more like, oh, okay. There's some stuff. She's going through stuff, you know, and which is what happens in the show. You want the character to evolve, but still mm. good, still good, still funny. That whole thing. I could dig it. Yeah. What else are you watching? Uh, shit. Um, started that uh, Sons of Sam. Yeah, I have seen that. Is that a doc? Yeah, kind of like a mini series. That's Hulu or Netflix. Uh, Netflix. They have. They seem to I have think the it's on Netflix. The fools on those murder docs. <laughs> yeah, uh, they've been coming up. Actually, when uh, Discovery Plus when it came out, they had that. Um, I think same thing. It was like a week free or something, and then after you had to pay for it because I saw that they had like a lot of uh, like you know uh, true crime like documentaries and series and whatnot. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try it out for a week. I, like, signed up for it, but I didn't watch it, man. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about it. I even doubted the app. I made an account or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll get to it like, later when I get home. But when I get home, I'm either knocked out or I get it. something. I get it, man. I get it. But uh, I'm like, ah, shit, now i got to cancel it. <laughs> but but they have a lot of shit. Like, when I was just, like, kind of going through, like, the channels and whatnot, they got a lot of stuff. On Discovery Plus? Mm-hmm. Like, what what, uh, what are the options? Um, Kind of educational type stuff and travel stuff oh, okay. like for the most part you know just broadly speaking you know i didn't go through everything but just kind of just like you know swiping in you know, like in and out it's like oh i could watch this stuff history channels on there too i think oh is it that's cool stuff to add to the watch later shit yeah stuff like that stuff to binge oh that stuff's interesting so i mean it'd be worth it but as it is you know like with the stuff i have i hardly even watch anything yeah it's like, you know, trying to commit to something, you know, like, you know, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I'm just <laughs> not there yet. Shit like that. It's weird. I don't know. We saw, um, you know, we have this thing like 
uh, you know, my birthday passed recently. So, so with the kids, we have this thing where, or, or Jack and the kids, where whoever's birthday it is, well, they get to pick the movie to watch with no hesitation, no fuss, no hesitation, or whatever. Okay. So for me, it ended up being a uh, major pain. Oh, nice. And we hadn't seen it in a while, but fucking laughing like every fucking two, three minutes, man. I forgot how fucking funny it was. Like, to me, the films that hold up for that era that much, like, were his major pain in, in Clifford. And, and I was debating, like, putting Clifford on, but uh, especially because, you know, Josh Rowland just died. But uh, I was like, nah, that's too much pain. I haven't seen that. Clifford, I've seen a little bit more recently. Major pain I hadn't seen in years, and I just kind of, I was almost curious, too. I wonder if this is as funny it's as I remember type of right. stuff. <laughs> We ended up watching that. It was funny. And we ended up doing Blues Brothers, too, which was great. Oh, okay. The original one? or mm-hmm. original Blues Brothers, one, yeah. Was it 2000? Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, d- I have, you know, I, d- I have seen that one. The music performance are pretty fun, but the story's just not there. Yeah. Nah, it doesn't compare to the original. That's where I was at in Joliet, Joliet, Illinois. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, which is like, you know, 30 minutes from actual Chicago. Right. That's where I flew back home from, but Joliet is cool. Um, that's where Richard Pryor's from, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, that's where the prison is. That's I would run by there. So, I just oh. remember that stuff from the Blues Brothers film. But it's 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 tight. I mean, the whole Chicago was awesome. People are really cool there. Oh hell yeah! Man. I met a good group of guys there that I was working with. Uh, one of them was like a filmmaker, oh, nice. Hispanic dude. So I saw some of his stuff on YouTube. Actually, you know, let me promote some of this stuff because he makes a bunch of short films. And and you know, we were talking, you know, do the movie talk, and he you know, you know, he likes all the good stuff. Uh, you said you ate Brussels sprouts when you go home? Yeah, yeah. That same. reminds me of uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Do you remember that part? Uh, There's a part where he first discovers the trolls. The thi- yeah, yeah, yeah. The little, like, egg... Sh- I mean, not eggs, but, like... Uh, well, that's what he, he referenced to, like, Ew, look like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember. It was, like, slime-covered. Right, I just I thought that was funny. Okay. Uh, my boy from Chicago, the filmmaker, his name's... Uh, his name's Angel, but on you can find him on Instagram under A N G U Angu Reina, R E Y N A. So one word, A N G U R E Y N A. And from there, there's a link to his YouTube channel. Oh, for sure. And yeah, like I said, really cool, funny shit. He actually reminds me a lot of Tommy. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I and I sent Tommy his link, and they you know linked up. So. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, so that whole thing. Oh, buddy Vu, remember Vu? He's been on that oh, show yeah, for yeah. directing his first film. Oh, so no he shit. got the opportunity. Now he's moving on from. Well, not moving on. I'm sure he still does like CGI stuff, but he's got the opportunity to direct his first film. So oh, that's that's, that's happening awesome. for him now. He's doing that right now. So maybe uh, a year from now, he'll probably be out or something like that. But good for him, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Things so are moving on up for peeps, uh, for everybody. Um, yeah, so it was a good group of guys. Now I was just in Chicago like maybe a month ago, uh, in Lamont, which is like. Uh, I want to say like an hour from sh- actual Chicago. Mm-hmm. This when I say Chicago, I mean the the sub area, you know, the whole thing. Um, right. But yeah, and, and those guys over there were really cool, really cool group, group of dudes. Uh, took me out to uh, to drink there, like to, or to have dinner, like really good group of guys. And then the um, the guys that I was just with here, they were really cool too. So it, you know, you get. Uh, something about those like midwestern states where everyone's just fucking cool, chill. You know what I mean? Definitely. But it was really funny because I definitely noticed the um, the vernacular was very different. Like the two words or phrases that I noticed that used a lot was stoked, so stoked. They kept saying that. Like one of the guys kept saying like, "Oh yeah, so stoked, man," and <laughs> and friggin' 
Like, man, that guy was freaking out of his freaking mind. Like, <laughs> shit like that. So I thought that was really, uh, okay, cool, yeah. A very, like, a regional colloquialism. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh, cause, yeah, exactly what that is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we have it as well. Just, uh, you know, we don't notice it as much. Right, like an outsider coming in. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, they say this all yeah. over there. I think I remember seeing that in, like, what when no, when Church of Saturn came out. Mm-hmm. Uh and Gwen was talking about Stefani was talking about, I have a charge of sure. Oh, yeah. Gwen Stefani was talking about uh, Hella Good. It came out because they were in the Bay Area and they said Hella a lot. Like, oh, yeah. That's, oh, a- that's hella fun. Oh, that's hella thing. <laughs> and, and that's where she came Hella Good from, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always hated that word, man. I mean, he's their own and all of it. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. We should call this podcast the Hella Podcast. Hella you know? <laughs> have a hella of a good time. Hella, good yeah. Time. I don't think it works that way. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, tete, tete. And then I found like over the trip that the nicest people were in um, were in Georgia. Oh, okay. Georgia legitimately had like that southern hospitality Hospital. stereotype. Lives up to his name over there. Oh. Very, very nice, cool people. But it's so weird because it's a red state. Like I would, see, I, I told Gwen about this. I saw like I was driving by a billboard. Random giant ass billboard, big ass letters. It says like, "All the." I remember, right? Uh, all will be held accountable, or all will answer to God, even Democrats. And I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. "Who's this <laughs> for? Who's this for? Like, what? Why is this even like a thing? I don't understand." Yeah. <laughs> it was very like weird out of nowhere. Giant crosses all over too. Giant crosses, just like randomly. Like I'm sure they. I'm sure it's to a near church wherever it is, but it's just like. So weird, just to drive by the highway and see a giant fucking cross. Like, oh shit! But it's, it's you know, but like I said, the people are fucking nice as hell, man. So it's weird. Oh man, yeah, interesting. Yeah, didn't stop by like Savannah. Oh, that's no, no, I didn't stop at Savannah. Uh, I didn't try to go anywhere. I didn't. That wasn't within my. Gotcha. I was already like, I'm so done. Like, no. All right. <laughs> yeah, maybe the next time. Next time I'm out there, I'll drive over there. But th- pretty yeah, pretty. for this one, I tried not to go too further. Out of the way. If like, it was, if it was like more than like a half hour out of my way, uh, nah, yeah, not nah, worth it. You're just not worth it, bro. Just <laughs> handle your shit and get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I would go out to eat and stuff like you know do that kind of thing. But like I said, anything it had to be within my zone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do this thing where I collect uh, uh, magnets. Mm. Uh, from each state I visit. So the fridge looks pretty full now. Yeah. Actually, I think I have a picture. But the fridge looks mm. pretty, like... I don't even think... I, I think pretty much everywhere I go, it, that's pretty much how it'll be. Because I don't think I'm any new states that we have that I haven't gone to. So I, it's probably going to... I don't think it'll... Unless I go for, like, vacation, it probably won't look that much different from the ones I collected. It's probably maybe about, I don't know, about 25, 30, something like that, states. little <laughs> Sebastian. Oh, that's for Becky. I got Becky a magnet that says "Bye Bye Little Sebastian." Yeah. Yeah. So nice. So I figured, uh, um, like there is a few. Actually, South Dakota is one that I go to that I haven't gone that I haven't picked up one yet. Oh, okay. last time I was there, I forgot to get one. Go to Sturgis, uh, or is that in North Dakota? Uh, no, that's South Dakota. South yeah. Dakota. But that, that still hasn't, um, uh, what do we call it? Like, it's very few. There's like two or three states left that I actually work in that, that I might get. So, but other than that, it won't be like all 50. It's not going to be one of those things. Oh, gotcha. this is, it isn't something where I'm trying to get all 50. It's just something. Where it's I'm still at. pretty yeah. cool. Though, yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. yeah. Try to get the, the bottle opener ones, you know? Oh, but gotcha. if I can't fuck it, I just get whatever. Yeah. 
Whatever's there in the gift shop. Yeah, actually, I lost. I ended up losing my bag. I kind of just regret because, um, the the one from the first day. I don't know where it went. I think I left in the hotel room or something. But that one had a bunch of cool Route sixty six shit and and aliens shit oh, from Roswell stuff. Damn. And I fucking I don't, I, th- I had to left in the room on accident or something. Uh, so I kind of miss those, you know, southwestern states. Shit, man. Yeah. Roswell would be pretty cool. Like, yeah, I had a, a cool little alien one. I had some lighters from Route 66 that I got for, like, Gwen and some pins and fucking brain fart, man. Or, I don't know. Actually, it, it might have been stolen. Who knows? I like that. It sounds better. You know? Yeah, I know. Because, <laughs> like, they have, like, a like a alien parade or, like, a UFO parade or something for Roswell. Oh, okay. Well, I got to plan it out around then, then. It's just, like, I remember just randomly... Coming across it on Google, just like you know, festivals and things, you know, from like different states and cities. That's one that, uh, that people were dicks. I don't know if they were just sick of it or whatever, but in Roswell, yeah, I interacted with a, a few people and they were all kind of assholes. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. New Mexico kind of sucks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to check out Santa Fe at some point. Uh, nice. yeah. I don't yeah. know, like pictures of they look nice. I wouldn't mind going. Yeah, yeah. And Albuquerque is also another big Albuquerque. one, right there. Oh, right. Yeah. Which one's the capital, Albuquerque or Albuquerque is the capital, Albuquerque. yeah. So Santa Fe is like the little brother? Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It has to be Santa Fe. Oh, no, no, no. It's Albuquerque. Albuquerque, okay. I'm trying to think because there's like a the song, little ditty that we used to sing, but it goes by alphabetical order by state, not by city. So that's how I was like, no, no, it couldn't have been because Albuquerque is not in to like late to uh, the middle you. of it, yeah. Albuquerque. Um... I don't know, man. What about you? What about uh, road trips you want to take to anywhere? Oh, man. Take shit. Like, remember coming across this one where it was like, quote, it was like the perfect road trip where you start like in LA and you pretty much go like through all 50 states. Like, oh, yeah? I forgot how long it takes and... Uh, a week or so, right? I don't even remember. That's if you're nonstop right now. But, uh, like, I'd like to, like... You know, like stop by and you know, taking the scene wherever I could. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and just oh, drive shit, through. Like, uh, you got to be here, for, yeah, like in half an hour. You know, you know, I'll be able to enjoy it. You know, but like, it's one of those things. Like, if I had like a million dollars, I didn't have to work anymore or something. Where I had sure. all the time in the world, something to do. You know, yeah, I definitely just like you know, just savor it wherever I went. You know, but uh, if not, um, I don't. know. I've always wanted to do like an Amtrak tour because like there's different. Different routes that they have, like mm-hmm. like vacation packages, I guess. Really, for Amtrak, that's interesting, huh? Yeah, like they have one, like from say, like here to San Francisco. One from here to I think like Louisiana to like New Orleans. Yeah. One that's it starts off from like New York, takes you down to like somewhere in Georgia, all the way to Chicago, back up. Like, oh, it has like all these different routes and packages. It's kind of pricey though, but there's like everything's within like four hours up there. So you have a, at one point. Chicago, north of Chicago, like Milwaukee is like an hour from Chicago. Is it really? Yeah, oh, nor- north of it, and then but and then cro- driving pretty much across left to right, you're hitting like Cincinnati's four hours maybe, Detroit's three to four hours maybe. Hmm. Um, um, what else is up? Uh, Indianapolis is not too far. Like everything makes this little like five point things of major. Midwest cities, gotcha. Up, uh, up around that thing, um, you know, this like little curve around basically the rivers, uh, sh- uh, the lakes. The, the, was it Minnesota lakes or Michigan lakes? Lakes in Minnesota. Wait, which one? You know that that whole little curve around the U.S. around Canada. Oh, with like the Great yeah. Lakes. Yeah. 
So with all those major cities are all within like four hours of each other. Oh, that's not and even bad. really like Detroit is like a stone throw away from Canada. So Windsor is, I think, the closest city on the border, but it's basically Tijuana to San Diego shit. Ah, oh, I see. It's around there. So you can even add that to your little... So basically, if you fly into Chicago or you want to fly into Milwaukee, Detroit, whatever it is, you could hit a lot of major cities within the week within a week, oh, and enjoy man. it. Yeah. Yeah, and include Canada in there. That'd be pretty cool. Wouldn't mind going to Canada. Yeah. If you want to do something like that, Pennsylvania, I don't think... Oh, no, I have Philadelphia, I think. Well, anyways, yeah, or Pittsburgh. But you could do that if you ever wanted to, like, fly in somewhere and then, like, hit all the major cities in the Midwest. That'd be cool. You could do something like that. Hmm. I want to, like, check out, like, cities I haven't been to, but that would be pretty cool. Like, you've, been to, as... you've been to those yet or not? Uh, Chicago. I went to Chicago. How'd you like it? When did you go there? August 2016. I went for a week. Ah, that's a good amount of time. Yeah. All right. That's probably I one of my know. favorite major cities. It was great. Like you said, you know, the people were awesome. Like, uh, I think I might have mentioned, you know, the story. Uh, I want to go see Cunning Crows one night. Uh-huh. No, I don't think so. Maybe not on the show, at least. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, like one of the days that I was there. Because, like, the way I would do it, like, one for every day that I was there, I would be, like, find one thing to do and then just kind of, like, wander around from, like, there and just figure out, like, or just kind of like, play it by ear. Like, yep. I'm here. Like, Google some shit. Like, oh, there's this thing down here. Like, I'm going to go drink at this bar or go yeah. here or whatever. So, one day I went to, uh, it was either the County Crow show or go to, like, a, the, go watch a ball game. Yeah. Sox or, or um, Cubs? Uh, Cubs. Cubs. Okay. It was a Cubs game. But I'm like, I don't even, like, like, like baseball. baseball. It was yeah. just something to do just because I was there, you same know? Same thing. Same, same thing. Yeah. But I've done, I've done it to you. Yeah. Obviously, you know. Fucking Counting Crows. It was awesome. They opened with Round Here. Oh, yeah? I would have thought that would have been the, the closer. closer, you know? But when I started playing, I was like, oh, shit. No, so, um, like, where I was seated, it was um, it was just, like, me. Like, this seat was empty, but, like, uh, next to me, like, uh, like when I got there, nobody was there. But then after, you know, there was, uh, like, two older couples. Mm-hmm. You know, very well-to-do, very kind of, like, out and about well, town. Well-dressed, but, like, you know, like. For, yeah, like for out and about, you know. They looked like um, uh, what's the dude's name for the fly? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, they look like them. Oh no, not not that bad. Friends of Jeff Goldblum. More like people? a, I don't know, they look like golfers or something. Oh okay, dorkier, dorky ass white people. Oh, uh, they weren't dorky. They just, I guess that's just how they party, man. I don't know. Golfers are. Dork. It's okay to be insulting. When you're describing someone. <laughs> like, it's their fault for being that way. <laughs> That's just the best visual you're getting. You're getting a best visual, so you want to, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, Urkel, but, you know. Uh, not that But bad, white. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, not like jewelry and shit. Not like baller baller, but you could tell, like, you know, they were well off. Preppy. But, uh, yeah, like, um, like uh, one of the gentlemen, like, he sat next to me. He pulls out, like, this, uh, I don't know if it was, like, platinum or chrome or something like this really nice looking vape yeah and it was like some of that good shit too you know, oh that's smoking. all you had to say vape vapors i get a whole thing in my head now they started oh, okay. that's what he was saying like he started this whole thing this gen z shit. that's exactly Damn what i it. yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what i have in my head now <laughs> no like he pulls it out he pulls it he's like hey you want some oh, i'm like oh, i'm good thank you i'm just enjoying my beer so um like there's this little kiosk. I didn't have to go all the way to the bar, you know, to get a beer. There was yeah. a little kiosk, like in the middle of the, off to the side, in the sure. middle of the stadium. There was like a line. So I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go get a beer. 
because I was almost done with mine, and I'd want to wait till they finished to, you know, get a refill. Yeah. So I was like maybe three people away from the front at this point. And then this, this guy like reaches like over and he hands me like a fucking tall can. He's like, here you go, man. I was like, oh shit. Like, Random oh, thanks, dude? man. Random dude? Like, I didn't know that guy. Uh huh. But then I looked at the guy next to him and it was a guy sitting next to him. Oh, it's like, cool. It's like, okay, you know, hey, we got you, man. Nice, man. Like, oh, nice. man. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So I just go back up there. I'm just fucking <laughs> drinking my beers. Like, fucking kid in the candy store, right? Awesome, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then watch the rest of the show and fuck it was amazing. Isn't it a good time when like you're just surrounded by cool people? Then you don't have to worry about like you know, oh, awesome. All right, all right. Yeah, that kind of it was like yeah. legit, like cool ass, like fucking vibes. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And then another. And night, they were vapors, and they were still nice. Oh, that's. Well, awesome. they weren't vape. It was like weed. It I'm was just, just like you know, <laughs> fucking. I don't know. Like Jackie has that one. She had that one. I don't know. But um, another night I went to this. It was like the last night that I was there before I had to leave the next day. I went to this karaoke bar. That I passed by, I told you I went on that ghost tour. Yeah. So, like, we passed by, and I was like, holy shit. This looks fucking cracking in there. I'm going to like, I'm gonna have to come back here tomorrow sure. or something, you know? So, I went, and, uh, like, it's, like, fucking packed. It was, like, a Wednesday or Thursday. And you pretty much just, like, see just, like, a whole bunch of, like, fucking business people or, like, lawyers that just got off work. They're uh-huh. just going for drinks, you know? Blow, blowing off steam. So, I'm, like, at the bar, you know? It's, like, you know, i am got my uh, makers on the rocks. And then, like, these two guys, like, they come up uh, next to me. And then one of them's like, hey, man, what are you drinking? It's like, uh, Maker's on the Rock. It's a whiskey. He's like, oh. He tells the other guy, like, oh. He's like, I-, I couldn't hear what they were saying. It was just, like, the expression I saw. <laughs> so he tells the bar- bartender, it's like, oh, let's have this, 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 and get him another whiskey. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, shit, thanks, man. It's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> that's like, cool, man. Fuck, man. Yeah. Like, and that's, like, the way that I see Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like that everywhere I went, but of just course. Like, but that's cool that you had those experience. Of, exactly, uh, random acts of kindness. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what it was. Did they work for uh, Toyota or something? Oh, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they drove a Prius. I don't know if that counts, but <laughs> but yeah, man, it was just one of those things where even to this day, when I think about it, I'm like, fuck, you know that, like, that would never happen here. I don't know if it's just like a regional thing or. Uh, it just hasn't happened yet. No, it's happened to me a few times, but I get it. I absolutely get it. And it's cool when you're in a new place you've never been to before, and it leaves that kind of impression with it's basically leaving with a good taste in your mouth. Oh, absolutely. That's what it is, yeah. I have, like, such a great memory of that place. I think about it all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that happen here. Yeah, I've had that happen a couple times. Uh, well, like, hey, uh, what People, do you want? like, just meet someone, like, and you hit it off, and, like, you know what? I got this round, bro, and that kind of thing. No, but it was just people, like... I haven't really talked to like no no I yeah that's what I mean you haven't had that before like just like randomly like hey get this guy a drink yeah no like there like other yeah. than like the guy offering me his vape like we didn't really talk oh it, it was just like I was just like sitting there just drinking my beer they took off and I was just there and then I'm like oh I'm almost out so I want to go get in line you gotta go to my gay bars bro that happens all the time to me oh, yeah no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's one way. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool, man. I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I had a similar thing then. So if we're having two just separate, separate, you know, good vibes from there, it's got to be the place that's throwing off the good vibes, you know, hmm. like at the bar, then the concert, people were just chill. People were just nice. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Man. Yeah. I got that from there. Uh, what you gonna call it? Um, I think you were in the middle of telling me, so you got the discovery thing, but what, uh, what, what? I know you said you didn't get a chance to watch any of the shows on there, but what have you been binging, I guess? Oh, um, I started watching that uh, Sons of Sam. Yeah, you mentioned series. that one, yeah. Uh, 
Was it on Hulu? I want to say it was on Netflix, but it might have been on Hulu. I really don't remember. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. For, yeah, I was just trying to think of the same one. I like this song. Like but uh, I guess what a, um, is that going to be like a an episode of Sam and Sam, or that's the whole series is on like a mini a series a mini series uh, basically. It's a mini series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they? What have they been? Anything different from the movies and shit? Um. Well, pretty much in a way, it kind of picks up where pretty much just pop culture leaves off. Okay. There's just like this guy that goes around shooting like brunettes or, you know, couples in cars or whatever. Do they dive into uh, the whole devil made me do it type of thing? Or a dog made me do it? Uh, they reference it. But like the whole point of the thing, why they call it Sons of Sam, is how from there, like all these like kind of occultists and Satanists, like kind of made this thing out of it. Where he was really like kind of like speaking out or almost like a Charles Manson type figure. Yeah. At least that's the way they kind of took it. So he has all these like followers, even from like prison, who are, you know, want to do his bidding, quote unquote. Yeah. When really he, well, according to him, you know, he got the, got his orders from like a dog. Yeah, I guess you know, the, well, bit. you would know more than me, but the devil was speaking through the dog to him, right? That kind of thing. Yeah. Like it was his neighbor's dog. Like, uh, it's just. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, the craziest thing, I, I never heard of that. Oh, you do? yeah, yeah, that's very famous. Actually, I think they even, like, I have, like, a memory mat either Silent Live or in Living Color where they made specific reference to that, making fun of him, you know? I mean, like, I didn't know he had followers. Like, it was, like, Oh, the cult, cult thing, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. like, I never heard of that at all, ever. I think where I heard of that, maybe not on the cult status, but I remember seeing this thing or a podcast, this is a few years back, on, like, serial killers you didn't know had, like, girlfriends in prison. Oh, and I yeah. guess that came up on the thing where, like, obviously Charles Manson, but the Son of Sam was the same thing where people that want to marry the serial killers. And there's something, there's a certain type of women that's attracted to that oh, kind of person. Yeah. And they brought, had brought that up. And they were like, he has a lot of fans, like fans, fans. And I was just like, not just only fans, you know, no. <laughs> but yeah, that, and it was, so I, I knew I was kind of referenced that, but not, maybe not to the point where you're talking about where they yeah, should. Like, I never heard of that. It was really interesting. Like, that was like, you know, case files it was in the paper and this and that like i don't know why like nobody's ever like talked about it before like even remember when we went to go see a uh, summer of sam yeah like way back when you know the jennifer esposito was smoke oh, showing yeah. it yeah and john leguizamo was in it as well right john leguizamo adrian brody uh let's say adrian brody yeah who uh who actually did the it was uh the guy from the practice i think he was the one who played the killer right Oh, um, George Nelson from George, Over yeah, the uh-huh, yeah, the guy from the practice. Yeah, him. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but yeah, me neither. Yeah, but that, George, uh, that's one of the ones I always remember him, George Nelson, uh, from there. George Nelson. Yeah, I was listening to a Brother Worth soundtrack earlier today. <laughs> Amazing right? soundtrack, great. Yeah, listen to that shit all day, man. It's great. And um, you know, uh, they had a Son of, the Son of Sam episode on My Hunter. Well, I've. Yeah, I, had, I mean, I saw the thing, so I had I probably just slipped my mind, but yeah. Like, you know the guy that did uh, uh, David Berkowitz? Mm-hmm. Like, he was a, was it Coop or Cooper on Project X? Do you remember Project X? Yeah. Yeah, he was like the guy, the... Yeah, that's right. Like, that oh, was him. Like, he's the one who played him. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't even realize it until, like, when I was Must be older now, at, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit older, you know, makeup and all that, but, like, holy shit. That's cool. Good for me still acting. <laughs> yeah, it was something. It was funny. That, was, that movie was funny. I like that movie. Uh, who's the big guy from Mindhunter? The big guy who plays the... I forgot the oh, name. Oh, uh, Kemper. Kemp, yeah. Um, he's in Shrill. He's in the 13th oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. He's in the I forgot what his name was. Yeah, myself as well. But he, he, he he's in a few episodes of that show. It's pretty good. Like I, I, It's hard not to see him as 
that guy because he looks just like him. Actually, they do a pretty good job on Mario Hunter of making him look authentic or finding the actors like, that look pretty oh, similar. Oh, absolutely. The casting yeah. is amazing. Obviously, the the obvious one is the Charles Manson one looks exactly like Charles Manson. That shit was That crazy. one's uncanny. No that one is uncanny. Even hearing him talk. Like, I went to Helter Skelter on Audible, like, maybe a couple months ago. Yeah, it doesn't a- seem like... Like, I get what he's saying, you know? I mean, I don't agree with it, but... It, it doesn't sound crazy, crazy. Right. I don't understand why they just... They're so quick to... I think it's that, that thing from Seven. You know, it's so easier to just call someone crazy than actually understanding what they're saying. Right, right. Because you don't want to admit the horror, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but whatever, you know? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with... Uh, nah, that guy was on one. Like, it's, like, even, it would be going out on a limb to say, like, well, some of the stuff isn't, like, too far-fetched, but it's not so much that it's far-fetched, but it's just really just agreeing with the ideology. You're talking about, uh, Manson or, uh... Oh, Manson. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Manson. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not dealing with the ideology, because mm-hmm. it's really... I can see how it makes sense to him. Right. Yeah, but... But I don't think it's n- nothing like, you know, shitting in your hand and putting it all over your face crazy. <laughs> it's nothing like that where it right. doesn't make sense. I could see where the where the point of view I could see here how he got to this point of view. Right. You know. I you know, I would even like argue with him in some place like, well, well how about you know, have you thought of it, you know, that kind of thing. But it wouldn't be something where like, ah, oh, that guy's just not I'm not so quick to dismiss someone. Like if you could I'm, even like I guess like take yourself out of your own kind of mind and just see like how it makes sense to them, it's like okay, you could see the logic behind it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The logic it, behind yeah. it. Yeah, or the illogic behind it, really. Oh. But I remember having this all the time, all the time, because, you know, the mental institute where I used to work at. Oh, right. Where you, you, if you, if you can't follow the train of thoughts that they're coming out, because it's all abstractly, right? Mm-hmm. The train of thoughts are just to them, I think, uh, people with mental health issues, or at least the ones I dealt with, um, how to get their stuff that's in their head out it comes off a little weird because they don't know how the starting part they just saying and it feels randomly but if you if you put it in like puzzle piece places that's how i would do it to s- kind of see what they're talking about or figure it out okay like they'd say something and put it in this part of the puzzle and then they say something else and I'm like oh, okay so th- their train of thought is just jumbled but it's making sense this way so then that's how you respond in communication and then you get that whole like light bulb like yeah that you know it like that's right, you get what I'm saying. As opposed to, they're trying to be heard, and everyone's dismissing them because they're not trying to get it. You know what right. I mean? And uh, I could see that. I, I could see where the train of thought is if you just have a little bit of patience with it, and then kind of try to make it make Definitely. sense. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally get it. And I think that's what ends up be why it's so frustrating for with people with mental health that th- even their own psychiatrist or therapist like gives up on them because they just don't bother anymore <laughs> you know like or you even want to understand what their issues are I guess but you de- I definitely would feel like they don't they, they need to talk they need to get it out and then they would um, they feel like they're not getting heard or listened to right. they're getting dismissed they get put on meds and they get sent away damn it's crazy uh, the way that works like pun intended pun intended oh no <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, it does become. A, this is what I found from the people I work with because most of them were cool, but they were a handful that I felt like this is just a job to them. Like they don't care anymore. Like they've, and to be fair, maybe they did, and I'm not in their situation, but they've been doing the job for so many years where it just becomes okay. This how they know that the guy's not going to get better or the girl's not going to get better, so huh. they just have to kind of 
keep them leashed. So they don't even really care what they say. They just need to make sure they're not dangerous to themselves or others, put them on their meds to keep them that way, and then send them off the way to send the next guy in. So it becomes like a rotating thing. Like for, um, for some people, instead of the whole like wanting to actually help type of thing. You know? Right. Or I'm like, sure they uh, want to help. They just then some maybe some people feel it's pointless, you know, or I don't know. Whatever there's there's in their head, the the doctor's head. Like uh like Matt Dillon and Ryan Philippi and was it traffic? Yeah. Like they were the cops. Mm-hmm. Where he was like the seasoned cop and he was like kind yep. of the rookie. Mm-hmm. And he's and uh Ryan Philippi's kinda like, Oh well like you know, just give him a chance or yep. this and that. But he's like, Nah man, you haven't been on this as long yeah. as I have. You yeah. don't know. And yeah. they just become desensitized. That's a real it. thing, man. That does happen where people are just like you see it in 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 and out, in and out every fucking day where it ruins the the idealist, right? The naive idealist. And, you know, you get cynical with time because um, it's like repeat business. But I guess that it's not like we don't know where they're coming from. They all started out as an idealist. They didn't start out to be cynical. They just right. get worn down over it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah, same kind of mentality. Yeah. Right. Ideal go-getter, and then he just eventually and, breaks you down to yeah. the world is tough as shit. Yeah, what do you yeah. want? That takes the shit all over your dreams, and there you go. Maybe it's just the way you approach it then, huh? Maybe if you come in not so idealistic, not so naive, you come in with the kind of guarded, you will last a little longer. Okay. Because you're not setting yourself up for failure, at least hopes-wise. Like, is there a way to be an idealist and kind of a realist? Yeah, I think like, that's... Like, that's the goal. The idealism's yeah. well, a goal. Well, balance. But at the same time, like, I know how far I have to go. So once I drop, you know, like. That I, should be the goal, right? To stay as balanced as you can. So you're not too, hmm. you're not so un- overwhelmed where it just, you give up and you're, you know. And it ruins your life. Yeah. So or, or your mentality. Oh, right, yeah. And you're not so idealistic or naive where you're not prepared for how hard it's going to hit you. So that is, that should be the balance, right? You know? Huh. Like, like when, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, 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 that's, that's just like a philosophical point of expect the worst hope for the best you know yeah it's so you keep your ideal and hope but expect the worst in the realism and you also in tune with the fact that hey it's not like that yeah you don't know how bad it could be but just yeah like it's there you know it yeah. won't turn out the way you want it to because when does it ever what were you gonna say no like uh people you know when they get their hearts broken mm-hmm. or something and then all of a sudden they just become like haters and love like, sucks they become joseph gordon levin fired this summer or something <laughs> yeah pretty much the one wow, little bitch yeah. that he was in that fucking film. Yeah, still like that movie. He's very unlikable in that film. I, re- I, wa- I that was one of the ones I watched on the road trip. Oh, God. so I re-saw it fresh in my mind because like because remember turning off it because I really liked it in the beginning and then I turned away from it and then I wanted to re see it kind of like fresh again, see if it still holds up. I don't hate it as much. As it, I don't hate him as much as I I turn to hate him, but it's he's still very unlikable. And he puts a lot of unfair expectations on Zoe Deschanel's character right. on Summer. Um, to be fair, she is kind of leading him on. She's also there. That's I think that's why I have a problem with the film because they're two unlikable characters in it. They're they're both not like on both ends. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. He's too. He's expecting too much. She's being a little bit selfish because she is being that thing where like she's a girl. She's a hot girl. She knows it, so she is a little bit playing with him. And uh, where, like, well, he's going to be there, so she kind of, like, whatever, take her or leave it type of stuff. So knows that he'll if she wants, she could have him type of thing. There right. is a little bit of that to that. Definitely. You know, uh, yeah, I don't know. The movie, 
It has great scenes, but overall, I, I didn't like it. You know what I didn't like? That he didn't learn shit. <coughs> <coughs> you know what I don't like? That he didn't learn shit because um, um, the ends with, like, Autumn, Fighters Autumn. Like, right. dude, are you going to fall through the same cycle? You know what's ironic is, like, the most sensible character in that? Because the friends suck. His friends that are, like, quote Oh right, they, they they offer shit advice and they're not really there for him. It's more like enabling or or uh, what's uh, indifferent almost. Yeah, well, they they're what's supposed the to be looking? like you know this indie film, but they have such a bro mentality to romance that or or relationships that it just <laughs> why is this like I, I don't understand like very immature mentality, but that's why I said bro. But ironically, and they're not even really there for him when he really needs it. When he's really depressed, they're not really helping him the way someone like going through a breakup like that needs to be helped. You know, not like his sister. Right? That's what I was gonna say. She's the, really the only one that makes the most sense in the entire film. Like she's coming at things from a logical perspective, and she's right. trying to stay indifferent. Like, give me a movie with her instead of these fucking people. You know, <laughs> that's what I want to see. Because like, there's a one. There's like a scene in that movie where Chloe Grace Moretz. Perfect. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, where um, I think they're playing, I don't know, like a video game or something. I don't know if they're like at a cafe or what the fuck. Where he's like, uh, they're like, was like, you guys are trying to give me advice or something. Like, you've been with your wife forever, since, like, forever and you haven't had a real relationship for a year. Yeah. It, like, yeah, some stuff like that. Where it kind of like, kind of makes that up where, yeah, they're not exactly, you know, like, the best scholars on the subject mm-hmm. or anything. But yeah, you know, um, like there's that scene with uh, where him uh, Tom his character and yeah I forgot her Chloe Grace's character's name but they're playing like Nintendo Wii. oh yeah that's what it is not oh. I was thinking tennis uh, not soccer tennis right yeah they're, they're playing like Wii the yeah. tennis game and then um like uh like he's like telling her like yeah so she likes this and you know she likes this or whatever he's, he's kind of just kind of like almost ranting about like. How perfect she is. Yeah, you know, because she likes the same shit I like. Right. Which is never a good thing, by the way. You should never have too much in common with your with the girl you like. That's my personal advice. I don't think you should have too much in common with the girl you're into. But whatever. What do I know? (laughs) What do I know? I'm gonna be married for fucking ever. I'm kidding, go ahead. But like, um, he's going on and then she's like you know, just because some cute girl likes the same bizarro shit you do yes, doesn't mean she's that's, a soulmate. That's one of the greatest lines of the film. And that, that that really sums up the whole movie. That's yeah. like really like the 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 what do you call it the the not plot um the moral moral. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the it message is. the message of the film. That's what it should be. But for some reason, it cops out because it it gives you in this character that doesn't learn from his experience exactly at all. Especially that ending part that sets up this fucking horrible sequel nobody wants to watch. But like, it, hope it doesn't. <laughs> if I heard it, because it's the same thing. Oh no, no, another pretty girl who's even prettier and probably even quirkier. You know, I I saw this little essay video on how it's specifically on Summer from Fire Summer and on Clementine from Eternal Sunshine. Oh, nice. of the Spotless Mind. Okay. How this these two films and it, there's a third movie. I think it's called Elizabeth with Kristen Dunst. Oh yeah. With the Orlando Bloom. Yes, that one, yeah. It it really focused on three movies, how Kristen Dunst is playing that, what became the term, uh, Manny Pixie Dream Girl. Okay. It's basically a hot girl who's quirky and weird and different and has, um, has, is is the love interest of the protagonist in the film. Right. But how Clementine from uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Bottom Spine and Summer from Fire to Summer 
are not those girls. Like it tricks you into thinking the movies trick you into thinking they are those type. Of, like, they set it up as being those weird indie, you know, look at you know into weird shit movies and no one's ever, you know that kind of thing. Right. But in reality, they're not. In reality, they're messed up characters th- that are real, and they're they're not made to help the protagonist. They're their own people. And totally it, it's a great little. It's only like fifteen minutes. Where I find it again, I'll send it to you. But it's a great breakdown on how. Uh, just because they have these like <laughs> different tastes or different quirks, don't, don't set them up into thinking that they're made for you. They, right. It's basically the message of that film. But like a cute girl with similar weird, weirdo, bizarro interests is not necessarily your Me. fucking soulmate. Exactly. It's it's great. It's a great. It's a great like like thing on that. And because that, that's what you should be applying in life. You know, if we learn any lessons from these films or books, right? You should apply that to real life, where you're not. I think actually high fidelity. Uh, had this uh, huh. do you remember this part where they get this is after they get back together in High Fidelity John Cusack and I forgot her name uh, uh, she has a weird name I don't remember I think she's like German right in reality uh, uh, she's a foreign well it doesn't matter but this is after this is towards the end after they get back together he gets interviewed by that uh, music reporter right and then she they're kind of flirting and hit it off and then she says something like oh, the first pretty girl that flirts with you you're gonna are you gonna leave me or something like he says something like just because there's a pretty girl that it made me think about it like oh just because there's someone that likes you in return doesn't are you gonna drop everything on your current relationship just to go fucking fuck it up and now with that new one you know it's, right it seems like it's human nature almost to think like oh my god I have a chance to some someone else let me just drop everything I have with this relationship let me go fucking <laughs> let me go ruin it with this. <laughs> exactly like, like that's not gonna happen every fucking time you know yeah. I think it was like he was a uh, was a Rob, uh, Rob uh-huh, yeah. character. Like he was making a mixtape, mm-hmm. and a homegirl like she gets home. That's what it is. He's making a mixtape for the the She's reporter. Like, so who's that mixtape for? Yeah, like one of those. Like it's like oh, just a reporter from the something something yeah. wants to interview me for the something, yeah. something else. It's like yeah, I remember that part. Yeah, it, it did stick out. Like th- that movie, I think it, it it sums it up without a lot of. Uh, um, like, what would you call it? Like, comparing that to, like, you know, 500 Days of Summer. Well, it's definitely more... It's more open about the, the protagonist being an asshole. Because Rob okay. is a jerk in the film. Everybody has mm. flaw, Everybody has flaws. I saw, actually, this really good book. Uh, not book. Um, it was a video. This, this guy I subscribed to has... He's, uh, it's like, what's the difference? He gives you through the movie versions of books and vice versa. And for that, for the most part... Uh, I think Rob's an even bigger kind of asshole in the in the book than he is in the movies. They kind of you have to kind of for movies you want to like the guy, so you have to give him the redeeming qualities. In the okay. book, you're able to take your time because the redemption doesn't come to the very end of the you know. Okay. And it, aside from that, it's like set in England originally, not Chicago, so it has that kind of thing going for it. But anyways, it don't matter. But um, um, yeah, so that's what I'm talking. I don't mind the protagonist not being completely likable as long as he's real and honest. But with the Fire Days of Summer, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Joe Gordon-Levitt, his character is whiny. He comes off very whiny and annoying, really, because it really is frustrating to see someone like not grow from their experiences and kind of ruin one relationship and just you're going to do the exact same thing on the next one. You're not going to learn from... Like you should like so even if you've been with the same person, you should learn from your fights that you have with the significant others. You should learn not to repeat those same things, right? Because what's the point of fighting if you're not going to grow from that and you're going to just take that on and repeat over and over and have right. this endless cycle? You should learn like when 
from your last breakup, the things that you did wrong there, well, guess what? You have a fresh start to do it now, right? Or if you're still with the same person from the, hey, let's, last time we fought, we fought over this. Let me not fall into that same trap again. And then it becomes a, a, a different fight, but the same fight all over again later, you know, a month later when we were arguing again, you know? Yeah. This guy never learns from his relationships. I think that's what I find most infuriating about about his character. You know, five hundred days is over a year, and you're and you're doing the same right? shit, yeah. arguing with the same shit. And it, she says something really it. genius, like, "What's you know when she you know because she's getting married right at the very end, of summer, right, right?" And she's uh, like, "What's different about this guy that?" that for me is like oh i'm yeah. sure about him the, the thing i was never really quite sure with you yeah oh man it, that is, is needs to hurt but in reality it's probably because you never fucking grew as a person in a relationship you know that's that's exactly what that is yeah yeah that was i remember that one he just kind of like turns away for like a little bit do you yeah. remember that like even he said like in interviews you know like where people like tell him like oh my gosh you know tom's character oh poor guy and this and that and he says like no you need to like watch it again and like, look at how selfish he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he's imposing, like, all these, like, fantasies. Because it's all it really is. It's all in his head. Like, there's, like, the summer that it, that really exists. And then the summer that he kind of built head. up in his head, you know. And he's trying to, like, that's his reality. And just because she can't coincide, you know, he becomes this really bitter person. And Oh, yeah. He's not be, a good guy, you know. To be fair to that, that film overall, you know, because, like I said, I have more negatives and downs. A positive of it that pretty, almost almost saves the film for its the whole thing is that uh, comparative scene that they do when that date. Oh, expectations, expectations and reality. reality. Yes. That's one of the best scenes. Uh, well, that is the best scene of the film, I think. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the best scenes of any rom com I've ever seen. Where that that that's that's as real as you can get right there. Like the expectations and reality, because that's something all of us have done, especially in middle school, right? <laughs> when you first start, up, you have certain expectations of how it's going to be, and then. When reality hits, you're basically you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, that's in reality what that is. Yeah, so you have your head too far up your ass to even realize it. Like, yeah, absolutely. That, like the reality of it, you're just like in your head. It's like, oh, come on, come on. It's almost like you're fucking building it into everything on, like, on this one thing that you're not even sure. Like because it's not a logical reaction. You know, uh-huh. obviously it's all emotional. It's all just your. It's really your ego. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that, that's all you have going for it. You know. Like, uh, I want it to happen, so I hope it happens. And, like, you're not even thinking of, like, what if it doesn't? Yeah. Until it does, and then you just kind of roll over and die. And then you got all mopey and, blame and, and resent her for it, you know, for your fucking expectation. Bro, you put this on her. Why are, Why is it her fault all of a sudden for her just being honest? Yeah, right. it's so bad, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, it doesn't help that she's not perfect in this either, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. She does yeah. a lot of enabling. She does a lot of enabling and... And a little bit of playing with your food type of stuff, you know, that a lot of hot girls do or whatever. But then what happens, like, uh, what they don't show is, like, uh, the part where, as a guy, we react all extreme the opposite, where we start getting extra dickish to her until she pays attention to us again, you know, (laughs) I don't think. We're like, man, fuck her. Fuck her then, you know, I don't I'm going to pretend to be friends with her friends and in front of her so or something like that right <laughs> you know i've done that fucking high school relationship of course you know like or start being friends with all her friends in front of her and then ignore her see how she likes it <laughs> shit like that right yeah back then it was a was a messenger like oh, i'm not gonna reply well no i mean back there i was in the lunchroom i start pretending to hang out with you know whatever you know <laughs> or or even i've even done the thing where i asked her friends out on dates you know and trying to help that whole thing like oh 
I don't know. Some react, or I pretend to be best friends with their friends as if some po- it's it's almost funny to like like I think like yeah if I hang out with her or if I have these talks with this girl she'll mention to her that I you know oh, oh yeah, you know that yeah, yeah, like reality nobody gives a fuck about you dude no one can, no one's talking about you outside of when they're in front of your face no one cares about you maybe yeah, I don't know. it's just I funny to hit her. like the rea- when reality like how, how naive were we you know as Shit, man. kids you know well you should be though right that's the time to be naive not when you're fucking your twenties and thirties. And we're still doing dumb shit that we were doing in high school, right? We don't want to be well, doing I'm that. I'm doing dumb shit all the time, man. I guess we never do dumb shit, but let's not do the same dumb shit we were doing, right? Oh, okay, right? different new dumb shit. <laughs> new dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to ever say, oh, there's Steve. He's doing the same dumb shit. He was like, oh, there's something. He's doing the new dumb shit he's doing now. Like, what's <laughs> the what, new what new dumb shit is doing now? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, man, it's great. What what film? We're almost done here. We're doing a short episode today. It's already over an hour. What film uh, would you say is probably your best, like closest to reality of like what relationships? And yeah, shit like that? you know Tom, Tom loves that scene from Eternal though. That's hard hit when they're hearing each other's tapes oh, at the very yeah. end. That was pretty Tom funny, says man. he really likes that because that's like as real as it gets. And I was like, Tom, you never been in a fucking relationship. What are you talking? About? How do you know how real it is? But hey, I guess he's like, there, man. I know, no, but it's just cute to hear this mentality from him. But it's cute, to, but it is hard hitting when because the, the part he keeps repeating uh, is like when she's like in front of him saying like that sad puppy dog pathetic face he makes like, like oh, oh yeah. that the wounded puppy wounded dog puppy dog. Does. That's what he says. That's yeah, right. wounded puppy. Dog. <laughs> I was like, oh man, yeah, that was. What 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 do you think is the best relationship? You know what a movie I saw that also I mm. thought it was when I was growing up the Michelle Pfeiffer Bruce Willis movie Story of Us, directed by Rob Reiner. No, you never no. seen it? No, it's on Netflix. And I remember thinking like, oh yeah, that's how a marriage should be able to. And I started getting like, man, these both fucking people suck, man. They, this is not like what I remember thinking. When I was a kid, this movie sucks. The kids suck. Everyone in this movie is fucking annoying ass white people. That's what I think. <laughs> like friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's a, what's one that you think is like as close as it's gonna get to actual real relationships? Mm. Shit. Is there one? <laughs> I mean, like for me, like uh, like as far as uh, like those kind of movies, it's like a trifecta. Like obviously, Eternal Sunshine. Like, like, even back then, like, it kind of, like, hit the nail on the head. Haven't seen it in a while, but Hold it, up. it's weird when um you're uh, when you're in a certain type of situation, especially so relatable to Absolutely. the movie. Hits you different. Yeah. You know, and I think it's one of those things. But Eternal Sunshine, uh, 500 Days, Tom Hansen, and uh, Theodore Twombly, her. I haven't seen her. Uh, Spike Jones, right? Yes. Uh, I think I'll give it a chance. I think at the time, why was I hating on it? I didn't really like Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I think he won me back over after Joker. Um, <laughs> so I want to give it a chance now. Uh, Again, he's like a more same kind of chill character. Definitely not. Well, maybe in like a couple of scenes. But overall, he's not like particularly whiny. It's not like a, towards a... Well, I won't ruin it for you, but... Uh, I mean, I'm very familiar with the premise. But, I mean, not compared to, like, you know, uh, like, 500 Days of Summer where Tom Hanks' character, like, you know, because they kind of go back and forth. You know, it's not a linear timeline as far as the movie goes. So, you kind of see, like, his, like, uh, more bitter uh, personalities, you know, like, throughout the movie. 
So that's kind of like what they portray. But like Kurt, like no, like I want to say he's a lot more chill. But I don't know, it could be biased. Is it too cheesy to say The Notebook? I think is a great like relationship movie. Hmm. Like, what do you want? There's a scene where, actually, I think it's right before that scene or during that same scene where, uh, I think it made me think of it differently Hmm. because, or it made me think of relationships differently from that scene because they're obviously, you know, in the movie, they're extremely in love and, uh, but the, you know she's having an affair, and they or they get back together, quote unquote. Maybe I don't know, affair is kind of strong since like they're first loves, whatever. Right, right. But um, she says like, "Oh my God, look at us! We're fighting again already. We're just got we're just together now. We're fighting again already." And he just like stops it, like cuts him under, like that's what we do. We fight, we make up. We fight, we make up. That's just what it is. Hmm. And, uh, you know why I expect something different? I remember thinking like, "Huh?" You know, I remember like, "Oh, I guess it's not like." Because remember thinking before that. I had this Mickey Mouse Disney mentality of relationships where, like, well, if you're really with the one you love or your soulmate, you would never fight because it's perfect all the time. Right. I really had to think that way. And I, remember, I think a lot of people do, and that's the problem. And I remember when I saw that movie, I was like, huh, here's, like, quote, unquote, according to the movie, the greatest love of all time type of thing, right? You know, beginning from whatever to death, literally death, right? You've seen the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I think, like, and he has this great point about like oh okay like I guess couples that love each other can still fight and for whatever reason never we keep in mind I was like fresh out of high school when the movie came out I think right uh, early or, early 2000s um, 2004 right 2003 2004 I think so Shit. I think I so so you know I'm still like fresh in that high school mentality of what you think relationships are supposed to be expectations of reality um, and I remember thinking like huh, that, I remember that I remember that scene got me, like, changed my whole mentality where, like, yeah, it's okay to be in a relationship where you're fighting. Like, yeah, that's sometimes, and you can still be in love. It doesn't, it has nothing to do with, like, quote, unquote, the term soulmate or where you right. think is the right one or not. Yeah, I hate, hate all that shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, reality, so, I think, yeah, maybe I'll stick with Notebook as being one of the a better interpretations of what a relationship is. Hey, man, that makes sense. Totally get that, 100%. Huh. It's almost like, you know... I mean, think of, like, when people are happy, when couples, you know, get happy. It's like, oh, we achieve, like, some level of happiness, and then we just ride that out for the rest of our lives. Because that's not realistic. That's not the way things work. Happily under, after mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you hit bumps in the road all the time. And, you know, like, maybe for some people it's like, oh, we have this problem. Like, fuck, is it always going to be like this? Oh, maybe we don't, we don't, we don't match up or we shouldn't be together or something because we're having fights about stuff. But, I mean... You're going to have, you argue with people like, you know, that you know, you know, with like your friends or something, you know, but yeah. are you going to stop being friends with them just because you don't agree on something? No. It's really roommates, I think, uh, where you first get to, when you're living with someone and arguing with someone, that's when it's really differently, I think, because you got nowhere to go. Like you're home, so you're stuck in it. You're stuck to deal with each other's uh, angst, you know, there's only, um, Shit, was it Kevin Hart? I think it was Kevin Hart had a good joke about stand up. Like, when you want to, you're make you're arguing with your spouse, you make a big scene and you fucking leave, and then but you forget your keys, and oh, now yeah, you, you and, and now you don't know what to do. 
<laughs> you don't know whether you need to take a walk around the block or you just fuck it. You come back in and look like an idiot and then leave again. Or do you pretend like you want to make up? Even though you're not ready to make up, you pretend like, oh, fuck it. Let me, uh, let me just go in and make up. Even though you really just forgot your keys, but you don't want to look stupid. You know, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. all about the upper hand, right? <laughs> Dude, I remember oh, one time, uh, this is years ago. I forgot. We were still living at the old house. And um, we had a dartboard. And me and Jackie got like, arguing fighting of course uh but i remember she got the upper hand like she she said something that like uh, i had no response for it <laughs> so she got the upper hand and i was like fuck and and i just looked at her and just like threw the dart at her and it was stuck on her leg seriously <laughs> and <then>, yeah <laughs> and i remember all like uh i'm sorry like i don't even know why i did that like it was just impulsive and she looks at me and she's shocked she, she said it didn't even hurt at the time that she was just like, oh, what the? F-? Like, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, why did I have it? Like, it was just one of those like, it's a reaction where both of us are completely shocked that did that just happen? Did I just do that? Or, you know, like, very, very funny. I don't know why I, th- I thought of that. Like, that's one of those things. Like, uh, you win, you win this argument. I'm not even <laughs> sorry, babe. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Uh, shit, man. I guess we went there. We, not it's no much necessary relationship rice. We're pretty much just talking shit on them. <laughs> yeah, I have, like I'm in no place of comment on relationships or give advice. To mm. I wouldn't say that, man. Don't say you're so short. Uh, nah, if man. anything, you can comment, right? Well, I mean, I can comment, but I like I don't feel like I'm in any position to say what somebody should or shouldn't do. Yeah, I mean, man, it's not fair. Not being fair with yourself, isn't it? Like, uh, just because they don't. Currently, it hasn't worked out. Doesn't mean like you don't have good advice. To, it's not you haven't gotten wisdom out of them or whatever. Well, it's more like I know what I did. Don't do what I did. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's, that's always something too, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Don't do what I do. Don't do what Donnie don't does. You know what's crazy to me is when real life couples, celebrity couples specifically, are have been together forever, and that's always surprising to me because there's a whole other level with relationships that comes when fame and fortune are into play right a whole new level of temptations a whole new level of whatever and so that's always even more impressive to me when celebrity couples have been together forever like obviously you know like uh Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn they've been mm. together, you know that kind of thing or I don't even actually I don't think they're together now but Dan, I was gonna say Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman but oh really you know which one surprises me um um uh, Ice Cube has been with like his high school high school sweetheart from like since obviously high school and they've been, huh. you know, it's it's weird to see, especially in the rap world where you have a certain mentality of get bitches, make money. And he's been with the same girl, loyal forever. You know, isn't that kind of crazy? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, huh. now people don't know that one, but that Ice Cube's been with the same girl forever since before he was famous, basically, and stayed with her. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. Like, I remember this interview in uh, Blender, the Maxim Magazine. Yeah, I remember Blender, one, yeah. Remember? Like, it was... This was like early 2000s. I think it was when I was still working at uh, Baskin Robbins. Okay. High school. You know, um, and uh, like it had this interview with uh, Ice Cube. And there was this one where uh, like the guy was asking him about uh, Three Kings. Mm -hmm. I think it was like his most recent movie. Okay. At the time. And it's like, you know, like, how is it on set? You know, there are girls like all over you. I just thought it was funny. It's not so much what he said, but what he didn't. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, like fucking 
uh, Mark Wahlberg, definitely. Like, this guy has girls on him, like, all day. <laughs> and fucking, like, George Clooney, man, he's turning down pussy, like, 24-7. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. But what was funny about it, he didn't say anything about himself. That's cute. That's the way to go around you, it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was like... Now it I makes see, sense I to you? See. Yeah. I see. Now, now you look at that question differently or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, like, I just remember, it, it like, that's... It stood out to me, not so much what he said, but what he didn't, you know? Right, right, but, like, right. I get it. He's not going to incriminate. He's smart about it. Like, yeah. hey, I got you, man. Yeah. No I just cool. thought it was funny, you know? That is cool. <laughs> Especially knowing, you know, whatever, knowing that now. Yeah. You know? That's uh, cool, uh, All right, man. I guess that's it. That's a good little mini episode. I can dig it. I yeah. can dig it. Any last minute thoughts or ideas or... Oh, shit. I got nothing. I'm drawing a blank. Not you're good. No worries, man. Put it on the spot. <laughs> All right, y'all, this has been Susan Booze. We had a lot of fun recording. We hope you have a lot of fun listening.